0: zero I have a giraffe
1: attack. As soon as the giraffe approaches, attack its kneecap, back up, uppercut it, grab its head, slam it into the earth's core. Hour 3, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, March 1st. March 1st, it is March, ladies and gentlemen. Toby and TJ back with you, A1 and Turkey Bacon. Uh, we got basketball here tonight, 7 o'clock, Sooners and Wildcats. Pre-game at 6.30, two games to go in the regular season. Oklahoma looking for a winning streak coming off their victory in Ames on Saturday. T.J. Perry has already predicted a loss tonight for uh, OU. Um, Women, senior night in the LNC tonight, 6 o'clock. They also get K-State. This is another thing that is silly that we do. I don't mind Sean's proposal to just play all conference games. Forget everybody else on the planet, just play your own conference teams. I guess it's fine. It sounds boring to me, but I guess it's fine. But uh, this thing where we got two OUK State games tonight and they're in different places is just such a waste of money. But we're going to do it anyway. OUK State for the women in Norman. It's senior night. They're honoring one of the greatest senior classes in school history tonight. Maybe the greatest for women's basketball. Maddie Williams, Taylor Robertson, Ana Yanusa. Jordan Moser honored tonight. Baseball tonight is too, as well. Um, 6.30 there on the road at UT Arlington. I assume Braden Carmichael tonight. I haven't seen pitching matchups, but I assume that'll be the case. Taylor Maples has you for baseball all week. He'll have a pregame tonight for you starting at 6 o'clock. Thunder back at it tonight. Still looking for their first win since the All-Star break. They're 0-4. Since the break, and they lost to the Kings again last night. They've got the LeBronless Lakers coming up tonight. That means Austin Reeves in town tonight, TJ. That'll be fun. All right, TJ, let's read the news.
2: The Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Show will return after In the News and these messages. Next, another interesting story that's in the news.
3: We still got to work on the timing of that. The whole timing of that thing is a little off still. I don't know why they left that large gap there because I add the music, so they don't even have the music there. Mm. Uh, By the way, update on the cheetah escape
1: story that uh, was dropped on us last hour. All is well in Omaha. There was a cheetah that got out of its primary enclosure uh, yesterday, TJ. Yesterday afternoon. Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium, Omaha! which is right right there by uh right there by uh, old Rosenblatt, remember if you hit a home run at Rosenblatt t j you could hit it into the zoo theoretically uh so the cheetah got out of its primary enclosure, but it never got past the public barrier they got it they got him back in all as well, it scared everybody for a little bit they they uh They put everybody in the safety protocols. But uh, what's going on with all these animal escapes? I feel like every day when we read the news, something's escaped from somewhere.
3: Again, did this happen way more than we knew of, like, in our uh, childhood and early early adult years that we just didn't know because social media didn't exist?
1: No. (laughs) No. Now, it's just like in the last couple of months, all of a sudden, animals have spread the word. They've got the, they've
3: known how to pick the locks now. They're getting smarter. They're preparing for fights because you, like uh, a, lot, yeah. a bunch of others, keep challenging them and their, uh, their intelligence.
1: Like a giraffe could, if like if a giraffe was smart at all, it could get out anytime it wanted. Just step right over the wall, right? That shows you what I'm working against here, TJ. A giraffe at any point, if it wanted to, could get out of any zoo enclosure anywhere. Just go walk right over the wall. No problem. Leeds lost yesterday to Fulham 2-0. They are out of the FA Cup in the round of 16. A terrible call early in that game went against Leeds. Bad injury last night for the Tennessee Volunteers. In a game that they won over Arkansas, a lopsided victory, Tennessee lost their point guard, Zakai Ziegler, to a knee injury. They're going to do an MRI today, but it looks bad. It looks like he is likely gone for the year. Tennessee, certainly a team that's got a chance in March. They beat Arkansas 75-57, to but uh, this is a big blow for them. Uh, I was talking about Baylor uh, baseball last segment. Along the same vein, have you been following the Louisville basketball season
3: at all, TJ? Funny you should say that because I was looking at some stuff in some standings this morning after I looked at Bracketology, and uh, I knew they had been bad. I did not realize how bad until I went across their conference, and I said, Whoa, wait a minute. What's their record? Like I knew that like I said I knew they weren't making the tournament or anything but I didn't realize how bad their record was until this morning. They are 4 and 26. That seems like it should be almost impossible for a program of that level and what they've been to be that bad. Yeah.
1: Should be impossible. Right. Should be impossible. It's Louisville. Should be impossible. They are 4 and 26. They're not making the tourney, TJ. And yesterday, or last night, um, the capper to their season, the image that will forever be associated with this Louisville basketball season took place, TJ. When at halftime, the Frisbee dog, you've seen the Frisbee dog, right, TJ? You've been at times where the guy's throwing oh, yes. uh-huh. frisbees. It's always a fan favorite. Do you think there's no way he's getting to that Frisbee? And then he got there, you know, diving catch. He brings it back. Standing ovation. Everybody loves the Frisbee dog. Halftime of the Louisville game last night of yet another loss. The Frisbee dog takes a dump on the court in the middle of his. Stop. No, stop. gross. In the middle of chasing a Frisbee, he stops, squats, and takes a dump right on the middle of the basketball court in Louisville. His trainer went and grabbed him real fast and rushed him off, but he left behind a pile that had to be cleaned up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your 2022-23
3: Louisville basketball season. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's got to be the highlight of the year, though.
1: It's the only thing that they uh, has been worth watching. The, of and then, what is it? What is that called? The Yum Yum Arena or something like that? Oh, gross. This... I'm saying ninety percent chance a Kentucky fan slipped the frisbee dog a laxative before the performance. Ninety percent chance. And finally, um. An NCAA panel is going to examine ways to speed up football games or have less plays anyway. That's the effort. College football leaders are meeting this week in Indianapolis to consider three rule changes that could shorten the game and reduce the number of plays during games this season. We've talked about this a little with Plank earlier on, but they've dropped the one – that all of us hated, TJ. The um, keep the clock running after incomplete passes. Uh, nobody liked it, and so they said, fine, we're not going to do that. But they are consider considering the following three rule changes. Running the clock uh, after a first down. As it is now, that happens in the NFL, but not in college. In college, the clock stops yeah, I hate that after change, a first too. down. Uh, except in the last two minutes. So in the last two minutes, if you get a first down, the clock will still stop. Eliminating teams calling back-to-back timeouts. You can't. If you call a timeout to freeze a kicker, you can't call another one. I'm fine with that. And if a foul happens at the end of the first or third period, that's it. That's the end of the period. It just you start the next period instead of being an untimed down you uh, just go ahead and say that's the end of the period. We'll pick it up in the next period. Uh, They say that their studies show that these three rules would save, on average, eight plays a game. Right now, the average college football game has, last year anyway, 180 plays per game. I guess over the last three seasons, the study they did. 180 plays per game. The NFL averages 154 plays per game. This is an effort to be safer, have fewer plays, fewer injuries. So they say this will save about eight plays a game with these three rule implementations. Now, which one was it that you said you didn't
3: like? The
1: first. Down I don't really have a problem the, with any of those. The
3: stopping the clock on a first down except the two minutes because sometimes you get that ball with 3.05 on the clock, 2.47, and that first down before you hit that two-minute mark, is crucial in, like, that pause of the clock for you. Like, that can be big on a game-winning drive. Yeah, you're still going to get it under two minutes. I, I get that, but like I said, you a lot of times those drives start with three, three minutes on the clock, a little more... Um, I, I, it's used as a strategy. I mean, it's you know you're getting that stop. You can clock it then afterwards, or however you want to work it. But I don't like. So you're that. worried about that one minute between two minutes and three minutes. But whatever it is, whatever it is, I just, I, I, I kind of. You don't I,
1: like change. I don't TJ like, does change. Not like change. I don't like
3: change. And you don't have to be like the NFL. You can be different.
1: No, I, I agree with that. You could be different. This they got rid of the one that was bad. The the the
3: yeah that it is would have bad been a on major change
1: to the college game if yeah. uh, I mean that's just stupid that doesn't happen in any league of football you throw an incomplete pass the clock stops that would have had a massive impact on the game and that would have been no good at all so I'm happy that that is no longer up for debate and these other three I don't think will make that big of a difference um, so. Yeah, I'd take eight plays out of a game that has 180. It has 172 instead. I'm fine with it. Whatever. I don't think it's necessary, but um, maybe it is. What do I know? I I don't know. really bother me. The other two, uh, silly rules anyway. Like, you shouldn't be able to call back-to-back timeouts. As the person responsible for filling the timeout breaks, quit calling timeouts. Back-to-back timeouts. Um, anyway, that's the news on this Wednesday, March 1st. What is it about your past, TJ, that leads you to dislike change so much? Did you move around a lot as a child? Is that what no. it was? Did you, no. Um, just to, does your dad, mom hate change?
3: Uh, well, they might. Get on the couch they here might. for a little bit. What is it? I don't think you need to change sports to appease People that don't like your sport. Sure. So. But our counter argument.
1: We have changed sports throughout the history of mankind. Things
3: have always changed. You've changed the structure. For of the better get that. a lot.
1: Sometimes for the worse, but for the better a lot. So you can't just say never change anything or we'd still be
3: using leather helmets and it no face It seems like masks every change that's happening now. Playing with beach baskets. Uh, basketball, or I'm not basketball, baseball, football. It's all about we've got to get this quicker. 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 It's not about safety. That's not about safety. They're trying to shave minutes off the game. They think that will help in some aspect of, uh, well, We got it down to where those people that were watching that don't like games that go over three hours and 27 minutes, we've got it down now to 324. So now they'll watch. I just, I I just, the constant wanting to change every aspect of everything to speed up the game in both those sports drives me nuts.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on the football side of things because we've talked about this many times. We look forward to college football for nine months, and we count it down, and we can't wait. We love our Saturdays, and then when it gets there, we're trying to speed up the game. Like, come on, we're here. Let's enjoy this. This is what we've been waiting for. Right. Why are you worried about how long it's taken? Um, I am less cynical about the safety part of it than you are because I do think there are good people out there who are indeed aware of football, more and more aware of the dangers of the sport of football and the lasting implications of playing football and knowing that, you know, the fewer hits you take and the fewer fewer plays you have, the better chance you have of not getting hurt. Ryan Humphrey, ladies and gentlemen. How was your sleep this morning, Ryan? Did you sleep good? You slept in and everything? That's oh, great. That's great to hear. I'm glad you had a good sleep. Ryan Humphrey, Ever well-rested. Smile on his face. So, uh, for I, I'm with you and and not really bothered by the effort to make a sport safer. I, don't, I do think that they're part of that's probably to make it fit more uh, comfortably in a television window, you know? Right. But, you know, I'm in the media business, so I'm kind of – that doesn't really bother me. I'm for things fitting comfortably in television windows and the game before the OU game, uh, get over with so I can watch the OU game. Come on. Why are you still playing Michigan State and Iowa? You're just dragging it out. Get off my TV screen. (laughs) Um, Baseball is so entrenched in tradition and the Ken Burns documentary and the way it used to be and all that kind of stuff that it just fights any kind of change. And to be fair, we have made some really stupid changes. In recent years, like the bigger bags are just cartoonish. Yes, it's just so dumb. They've done some things that are good. I, I in my opinion, I enjoy seeing the Reds play the Rangers. I like interleague play. Oh, oof. we
3: we differ on that.
1: I enjoy seeing. Uh, I I like the rule that a relief
3: pitcher has to throw to three guys when he comes in. I think that's a good rule. I don't mind that. I think that should be stressed more. And I. I... Uh, starters, Which college would to go, go deeper? To that. Yeah, so yeah.
1: yeah. I think clocks I think clocks are stupid in a baseball game. And yet I do like the idea of with a batter especially, if he if we're not gonna have a clock, I do like the idea of there being some sort of a warning and punishment system if he's just jacking around up there. You know, like if he's just getting out and it's taking 45 seconds between every pitch and he's just wasting our time, and come on. Get, See, you and I agree stupid. on that
3: one, so I'm not totally against change. But so. I don't want a clock counting down in my baseball stadium. Well, and I don't want it ending the game. That happened with the Red Sox yeah. the other day. Bases loaded, bottom of the last inning, uh, two outs, and the guy didn't step in one second quick enough, and they called the game. Good. I'm for it happening to the Red Sox. And the Cardinals. (laughs) I think the Red Sox won. I think they were were actually in the field, yeah. Yeah. All right, break time. We'll be back.
2: The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
3: Welcome back, everybody. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by RK Black, your office management leader right here in Oklahoma and Kansas for small and medium-sized businesses, technology solutions including copiers, fax, printers, scanner, document management, and so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Our man Josh Helmer already in the building. He uh, he was not having any of yesterday today. Uh, What happened yesterday? uh, Yesterday... Uh, was a stressed out, difficult situation for Josh as he lives kind of in the area of where everything happened in Norman, and oh. traffic is just really bad in those areas. So he left his house about eight ten yesterday. He was giving himself extra time because the day before things were kind of running behind. It took him uh, on an eight minute drive over two hours to get here. He got here at like ten oh my thirty gosh. yesterday, and really, he, he's like, I shouldn't be griping about this. We all were like. You know, we understand why and what people have gone through and the loss over there and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it took him – and there was one lady that texted in that she had been sitting there for over three hours trying to get to work in that same area. So um, some of that's open okay? back up. Is
1: house okay and everything? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. He was just towards okay. that area, so he has to kind of come I this way through it. So, yeah, no, he's fine, and his house was okay. How so. are you today, sir? I'm live. Uh, I'm live right now, yeah. I'm on with TJ.
1: I had to come down here so I didn't wake up hump this morning coach Moser <laughs> TJ picked K-State tonight by the way oh
3: man dang what I'm just reporting the news all right it's the truth I did yeah um so anyway um he uh stayed with uh, someone else last night in the opposite direction so that he could be here he's already got into the man. building so yeah I'm sorry Josh uh that,
1: that, that guy is top notch
3: right there Josh Helmer uh this texter is who I'm talking to earlier Air Comfort Solutions text line. Speeding up baseball, great thing. I find it impossible to watch. It's so slow. Then don't watch! If they shave off four minutes, you're still not watching. You don't like the game. So, agree. Completely agree with you.
1: I do... I don't think you should speed up baseball for the sake of trying to attract new fans to the sport. I do, however, feel like over the course of time, the sport has – it's like baseball games didn't – it used to take three-plus hours, and part of that's because we do a lot of commercials now. big part of that is that. But over time, we have allowed things to happen in the sport that have naturally slowed it down and given it a little bit of a kick and a freshen up to just kind of get it back on pace before we're growing four and four and a half and five hours and all this kind of stuff is not a bad thing you shouldn't be doing it let's don't shave off four minutes for the sake of shaving off four minutes and try to draw new fans to the game because that's not what's going to work you need better marketing you need to um you need to market the stars of the game like the nba does maybe some of your in-game entertainment between innings and stuff like they do in the nba or whatever to kind of spruce up and want to get a younger audience there and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Maybe that's how you get more fans to the game. It's not shaving off three or four minutes. But there are wasteful periods in a baseball game, TJ. I'm not talking about – I agree with that. I'm not talking about like a pitcher trying to hold a runner on in a key situation. That's dramatic, okay? That's not wasteful. I'm talking about umpires – Coming together for five minutes to discuss whether or not a call is reviewable when that's your job to know that. And then, you know, disappearing for ten more minutes to look at a call and then coming back out and not explaining to anyone what they did. Or batters at the plate who after every pitch have a 45-second routine that they've got to go through to get ready for the next pitch or whatever. There are wasteful periods in baseball that could be tightened up that would just make it a better sport. Period. Whether more people watch it or not, it would just – I'm a baseball fan. And there are some times in the middle of an OU game or a Reds game or whatever where I love the sport. I watch all nine innings start to finish. I love it. There are times when I'll be
3: like, "Ah, come on, dude. What are you doing? Let's go. That's what needs to be tightened up a little bit. If we're being honest, we are the ones that ruin the game. Me and you? Uh, Me and you, sports media – uh, sports radio, um, we overanalyze everything. We question every decision a coach makes. We question every decision a player True. makes. True. And it has caused the games to be coached and managed differently. Sparky Anderson back in the day didn't have to worry about me and you or anyone else on sports radio or first take or what anyone thought besides some Yahoo that was a beat writer right. for the Detroit paper. He was the only one he had to answer to um that's right we've caused the over coaching and analyzation of everything we are the problem and social media and social media yeah that's what i'm saying yeah Yeah, like everyone's got an opinion now so no no we're
1: definitely the problem and pretty much applies to everything that's wrong with society we're the
3: problem (laughs) exactly right (laughs) i'm sorry it's my fault i'll never bring up giraffes again Uh, (laughs) He's the one that sent in about uh, Zoe at the Tulsa Zoo. (laughs) Or she. He or she, whoever that was. (laughs) That Omaha cheetah sounds legit. Do we have any scollies left for the 23 class? (laughs) It's from Mike. (laughs) I think it was Plank that said uh, a couple of days ago, he goes, seems like every guy we've brought in this year is expected to play the cheetah. So...
1: Oh, we love the cheetah. Oh, position. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't get enough of it. I, I heard Teddy say on his podcast it's basically outside linebacker, but nobody, like, that's not appealing at all. Like, nobody's going to sit here and talk about, hey, I want to be the outside linebacker or who's going to be the outside linebacker. But when you call it the cheetah, then everybody's like, oh,
3: is that guy going to be our next cheetah?
1: Yeah, we, we love the word cheetah.
3: <laughs> Toby. Toby. You say you always greet your new hotel room. What was the greeting to this room? Oh man, let me
1: see. Um, I th- I don't remember exactly. I uh, don't remember exactly. I don't. I, I would I, I would be making something up if I tried. I I, I did though. I rem- I walked in. I think I said, "Okay, look at you. You'll work," because it's a different hotel. <laughs> okay. That I've never, okay. Uh, did I say it like that? Did I say it like a southern <laughs> a little, girl? A little bit. <laughs> we, this isn't the hotel we usually stay in, and so I walked in, and I was like, all right, look at you. This'll this will work. It's just fine. Yeah, okay. I,
3: I don't remember what I said, but I definitely talked to it. I'm with Toby. I do every time. I'm with Toby on the rear naked choke. I've always said I can rear naked choke an alligator. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would be tough. <laughs> uh, wrap the I legs with a rope an
3: via Star Wars. You know, that's how they took out the uh, the at walkers, you know. They were walking across the snow. Well, they- good point. Like, if I really
1: practice, like, I'm not a roper right now. I can't go uh, rope a steer or anything. But if I practiced it, then that would be a good way. But then you're relying on, see, I'm talking about an in. Let's just say a giraffe walks into my house and my family's in danger. I got to protect my family, you know, or he probably wouldn't walk in my house. It'd be tough for him to get in. Maybe we're out back and a giraffe comes through the back gate, steps over the fence, and all of a sudden my family's in danger. I probably wouldn't have a rope there with me in this very realistic situation that I'm drawing up. But if, if I did have a rope and I knew how to lasso, that makes the whole thing much easier. But that's true with a
3: bunch of animals, you know, not just a giraffe. That's true. Uh, Someone would like to know Now that uh you've got rid of your visitors Can you give us a good good morning now A
1: good morning everybody No
3: I can't really do it Because the coaches
1: are in the other room now And i got to <laughs> act a little more professional <laughs> They can hear me
3: And the last one here says All I see Toby now is dressed as a southern belle <laughs> <laughs> General Custer ladies and gentlemen Okay look at this
1: room this Okay 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 Break time, 8.35 on a Wednesday morning. It is game day in Manhattan. Toby and TJ with you. We'll be
2: back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: You'll like this, TJ. Welcome back, everybody. I'm in Manhattan, Kansas. OU basketball here tonight. Uh, they get uh, Kansas State next to the last game of the regular season. Okay. 7 o'clock tip. Uh, you'll like this. College baseball season's underway. Remember Texas A&M was at the College World Series last year in Omaha. Oh, you beat them twice, right? I think we beat them twice on the A way to the visit championship series. Short for the series. Aggies, yeah. We, we beat them in the opener. Am I getting this right? We beat them in the opener. And then they beat somebody else, and we had to play them again and beat them again.
3: That's I think correct, that's right.
1: yeah. I think that's right. Um, anyway, Schlossnagel's first year at A&M last year, he takes him to the College World Series and everything. So this past weekend, A&M is hosting Portland. I think they were hosting them. It, yeah, they were hosting them. Portland. And Portland beat them Friday and Saturday. A&M took the finale on Sunday. And then Schloss did an interview after the Sunday game. So, uh, Texas A&M has just won on Sunday by a run to salvage the final game in a series against Portland.
3: Tough weekend, but staying in the last inning. Yeah, I mean, I believe
1: in them. I mean, I believe in them. I've, t- I've been telling them the whole time. You know, I, I, I believe in them. So, it's just it, – this is a tough game, man. People – our own fans yelling at our players over over the dugout. Like, I don't know what kind of place this is, but I thought there was some – Aggie loyalty around here. You know, I got a dude holding up a freaking newspaper. One of the dance teams over on the other side. Like, I don't know. It, I need to keep my mouth shut. But it's just. Uh, but yeah, excited for our team. Excited for the crowd. Happy for the core. Um, you know, the crowd played a big role in the game. Uh, as long as they keep cheering for our. <laughs> Can't cut off. As long as they keep cheering for our team, isn't it?
3: What do you think about that? I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say a whole lot of things right here. <laughs> I probably should keep my mouth shut after I've already ripped on my own fans. That's what I mean. We've ruined everything. <laughs> Can't even have nice fans at your own home games anymore. It's game f- You what, never four see five? that in an OU baseball game. You no, never see never an OU guy. fan getting after an OU baseball uh, mm. manage, uh, coach or, or player uh-huh. or anything like that. Never questioning decisions. They are loyal and true. I've never seen
1: a guy come down and uh, start yelling at our head coach in Bricktown after a game. <laughs> Threaten to fight him. <laughs> Threaten to fight him. I will fight you him. right now. But I mean, this is game four of the season, game five of the season, something like that. After they've just gone to Omaha the year before, so it's just it, this is a tough game, man. People, got our own fans yelling at our players over over the dugout. Like I don't know what kind of place this is, but I thought there was some. Aggie loyalty around here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what kind of place this is. It's Texas. What kind of bizarre
3: world am I living in?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just seeing like that. Like he is. I uh, listen. I don't know Jim Schlossnagel. He's been on our show before when he was at TCU, and he was nice to come on our show. I can tell you that among the coaching fraternity, he's not going to win any popularity contests and uh but i i mean i can't speak to that firsthand so i'm not going to rip on the guy but uh him at a and m when we're in the sec is going to be fun i mean that's going to be a fun rivalry you know like the guy at texas right now what's the guy at Texas's name tj nobody really knows like right? nobody knows yeah I, I, I don't think texas fans know what his name is like, he's not a personality, is my point. He's a fine baseball coach, I guess. Uh, but he's not, he doesn't have a personality to him. Schlossnagel's got a personality. He's at a place that we already are irritated by. <laughs> and so this is going to be fun.
3: Where does one find a newspaper to hold up in today's world at a baseball game? That was my question. What is that? What yeah. is a newspaper? What is that?
1: I noticed they still passed them out. Like, Kansas State will have them tonight. They, that's popular with the student section. Yeah. You know, hand, pass out the student newspaper before a game and then act like you're not paying attention to the – we've been doing that for ages, Teach. Act like you're not paying t- attention to the visiting starting lineup and then rip what it up and throw it in the air and do the Wabash out. Cannonball.
3: What is this that we're holding out? <laughs> I don't even know what this is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was a funny piece of video. What? I don't even know what – what is this place I'm li- I've am i come to? I thought this was oh, – votes, fan loyalty. Dude, you just lost to Portland back-to-back. You know, It's Texas A&M. They're going to get after you a little bit. <laughs> he went from TCU to Texas A&M. I mean. Okay. A, it's his own fault, is, uh, I think, your point there. Well, yeah. my point is, you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, they are... World-renowned crazy, right? The fan base. Yes, absolutely. World-renowned crazy. Yes. You don't take the LSU job and say, my God, I had no idea the fan passion was like this when we got here. <laughs> you lived in the state of Texas. You coached against, when you were at TCU, you coached against Texas a and many times. You played Texas a and many times. You knew exactly what you were getting into when you took the Texas a job. Without
3: a doubt, absolutely. Which
1: is, they're going to be great when we win, and they're going to be all over us when we lose. So don't go lose to Portland twice at home and say, well, come on, guys, what are you all over our case for? That's my job on the radio on Monday. That's my job. Just shut up and go win the next one. Uh, what have we not gotten to today, TJ? What do we need to hit no, on for the, the folks the, out Thank you, the texter,
3: there? David Pierce. I was wanting to say price earlier, but that's the picture. Oh, maybe that's right. Maybe yeah. it's not.
1: How could anybody really know? How could anybody?
3: What? I, I know I was joking. At people, they're saying, what about the guys that used to yell at Pete Hughes all the time? Yes, it was a joke when I said that, okay? <laughs> Come on. No, I wasn't being serious that, oh, you baseball fans don't yell at their own players or coaches. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> They yell at them even when they do something good. Hit a home run, they're all just screaming their name, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, is that we got anything you want to get in here? Are we ready to go to a no, break? We're ready to go to a break. We'll get Chris yeah, Plank in the here. Text line time time. a Plank, lot of yeah. giraffe texts about you fighting giraffes. Nothing right. worth getting. To. Are everybody agreeing with me that uh, I can No, a they're giraffe? all like they're, they're worried about you that you're going to go out and like try to pick a fight <laughs> with a giraffe out in the wild.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go. Hey, people, calm down. I'm not going to go pick a fight with a giraffe in the wild, okay? However, if one steps to me and my family, I got a plan, okay? We'll be back.
2: This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800. Or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, T.J. Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, T.J. Perry, and Chris Plank.
1: All right, wrapping it up on a Wednesday here in Manhattan, Kansas, and we welcome in now the Plank Show, who gets to call a home game this week. What? Good morning, Plank.
0: What? <laughs> How about that? Said, huh? that's impossible. There's no way we're playing a home game. It's felt so weird all weekend, T-Row. You know this. When you travel for the first couple of weeks, you're like, well, am I supposed to be somewhere right now? Because it's Wednesday, and maybe this would be a day where you would have a Either a suitcase packed or you're catching a plane. And then, of course, wait, it is Wednesday, right?
3: Yes, it is yeah. Wednesday.
0: Uh, maybe you're TJ, catching a plane right?
3: tomorrow. <laughs> Tuesday, but, plank.
0: Is it only Tuesday? Don't tell me that. You'll have me fooled all day long. But, yeah, no, it's weird. It's exciting to finally be home. I can't wait for everyone to see this team uh, in person, not on TV or whatever that is that Flow Sports does. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for – for this team to be home this weekend, it's, it's going to be fun. The
1: bottom of the uh, one vote mystery yesterday.
0: Did not, mm. did not need to. Mm. Now, I I don't know because Oklahoma has been a unanimous number one before, so I don't think there's those same rules that apply. And I don't even I, I know coach has a vote, but I think that would be, you know, unlikely that she would put UCLA number one after what happened yesterday. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. I don't think there's rules where you can't vote for your own team is what I'm trying to spit out here. So, somebody either A, hasn't really watched softball very much this year, or right. B, filled out their ballot Saturday. Or, see, here's here's the thing. This is very nuanced, Toby, so I apologized. Uh, I, I pulled TJ into one of my nuanced conversations yesterday whenever Pete Bukowski tried to say that Adrian Peterson wasn't a generational talent coming into the draft. So, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, don't I'm, get too deep on us here. We we talk about fighting giraffes on this show and uh, stuff. So. Fight, well, I'm sitting here staring at a post-it note, level.
3: Chris, like, what is this about? It says nine sticks. Then I remember I'm supposed to have Bronx make a poster board with nine stickets on it for Mark Williams. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <So laughs> I, was like, I was like, Saturday nine night. sticks? What is this about? I wrote <laughs> Love it. Love it. See, we're all in the same way. I don't
0: think pollsters watch enough softball early in the season to have these polls out. I'm just. This is. These are some of the dumbest things I've ever seen, based on what's happened in this season. There is the uh, the poll where um, the one you're talking about, where Uf, uh, UCLA got a first place vote. Yeah. I mean, the team that beat Oklahoma is at 19. Meanwhile, teams that have three and four losses already are significantly higher than them. Whenever there's no like true strength of like schedule it. component, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: I like it. You yeah. like it. I like it. Yeah, anything to tick this team off oh. or make them, you know. Hey, listen, there's somebody out there that doesn't think you guys are number one. <laughs> you know who I think it is? I think it's the Kentucky coach. I think it's and Illinois. Chicago. Got to play coach. him this weekend. Might be, might be. Yes. So uh, no, I like it. Uh, this team needs anything and they can use as motivation along the way. Uh, so fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. It's
0: all good. So uh, no complaints today, huh? Ryan Ryan Humphrey happy. Seemed like he was Ryan happy Humphrey when he walked slept by. Like a
1: baby last Very night. Good. He came walking by a while ago. He's all refreshed. I did do the first half of the show to an audience today. TJ, oh, I can tell you about that I later. I miss How did I miss that? Um, well, I think I I kept it to myself for okay. the first hour and a half until they left. <laughs> uh, but we had we had a few people in and out listening to the show this morning off the street. Now, the was, the, uh, the question
0: first. the question is, you know, now listen. If you want to get the full experience, go download the podcast. Uh, however you consume podcasts, search KREF. We're not going to give it all the way here in the crossover. But were they um, just random visitors that stumbled in? Were they actual hotel employees? Were they people staying at the hotel? Were they potentially homeless people, Toby Rowland?
1: One of those four. One of those I is correct. Right. Yeah. Maybe the last one. One of them, and uh, uh, one of them filmed a good chunk of the first hour and a half of the show today on their phone. So I don't know where that's going to end up, but um, yeah, it was interesting. Did I you, made some new friends. Please tell me
0: you didn't have any of your giraffe takes on here, because I can't have protest and outside of the. Uh, well, what's the Octagon of Doom tonight? It's like local radio host wants I didn't to slay the slam giraffe. 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 Okay, good, good. I
1: have put the giraffe situation to bed. Somebody else brought it up this morning about this is true. Uh, he taking on a new giraffe at the Tulsa Zoo, and so
3: that's how it all I hope started. this guy is out somewhere uh, showing his buddies, look at this guy I encountered this morning. <laughs> Thinks he can beat up a giraffe. Or, or this guy's crazier than we are. He's just
0: sitting there talking to himself for like 20 minutes. Watch this. Watch his video. He's just sitting there and he's acting like there's hey, someone nice. else he's talking to. Whatever
1: so. I got to do to make sure Ryan Humphrey gets a good night's <laughs> sleep, that's what I do. Uh, I I
0: went down. Did I tell you about my Friday morning? Because I'm doing doing the early, early show, which I completely forgot I was going to be on the West Coast when I committed to that. And the security guard walks in, Toby, and he's about from literally uh, me to the glass here in the studio, if I can give you some perspective. And he looks at me and he whispers something. And I I give him like the one second. I go to break. He goes, man, you sound like you're doing a sports radio show. You're doing a sports radio show right here? I'm like. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, really? He's like, how? How? Show me how. And, like, he would not believe it. He's like, I'm just sitting there as a crazy person talking to myself at 4 in the morning. <laughs> That's
1: awesome. All right, man. Have a good show today, Chris.
0: All right, Toby. Have a great day, man. Uh, have a great call tonight, too.
1: Thank you. Tip off 7 o'clock tonight in the Octagon of Doom. Kevin Henry will join me for pregame tonight at 6.30. Have a great Wednesday, everybody.